שלום עליכם רבי ישראל. אז במשך חודש כסרף, בעזרת השם, The Shabbos will be reading Pashas Toldos. Pashas Toldos will begin with Yitzchak and Rivka after being married 20 years, that they saw that they weren't able to have children. They davened to Akash Baruch Hu that Rivka should be expecting children. And Akash Baruch Hu answered Yitzchak's tefillah, and Rivka Menu was expecting Yaakov and Esav. And we know that Yaakov and Esav had two different paths. And Yaakov was geared towards the base Medrash, and Esav to the base of Elazar. And as a result of that, we saw in the previous parashas that all the others were supposed to live to be 180 years old. The only one that made it to 180 was Yitzchak Avinu. Avram Avinu was lifted at 175. And Rashi says, why? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu had and Avram, that he shouldn't have to see the rishos of Esav, the chatoim and the avaris that Esav would be doing, that would be very painful for him. So to spare him that and that uh, that difficulty, he was just five years earlier. Now, if one were to make a cheshben, when exactly did this rishos of Esav um, become applicable? We know that Avraham Avinu was 100 years old when Yitzchak was born. Yitzchak got married at 40. That means Avraham Avinu was 140. Like we said now, they didn't have children for 20 years. So that means that when Yitzchak and Yitzchak got married, Avraham Avinu was 160. When, when Yitzchak was just when got married, Avraham Avinu was 140. And when they were having children, he was 160 because it was 20 years later. Now, when did we see the difference, the distinction between Yaakov and Esau? We find the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, And the young lads grew. Esau was a man, who, a hunter, a man in the field. Yaakov was a, was a simple man of the tents. Now, what's Arim? And they got older. So Rashi says, as long as they were little children, you couldn't tell the difference between their actions. They were very similar. People weren't able to tell what their tendencies were. When they became a gadol, when they became 13 years old, that pierced the bottom of Joshua, that pierced the One turned to go to the base Madrash, and one turned to go to the base of Eidazar. Like we mentioned before, that when Yitzchak and Rivka died for children, Avram Avinu was 160 years old. And the Rashi tells us that when did we start to see the wickedness of, of the difference between Avram Avinu, between Yaakov and Esau, when they were 13 years old. So if Avram Avinu was 160 when they were born, that means when they were 13 years old, he was 173. So either way, if Avraham Avinu was meant to be spared, seeing the wishes of Esav, then Avraham Avinu should have been lifted at 173. And if he was going to see for two years the wishes of Esav anyways, why did he have to be lifted at 175? Imagine how much Avraham Avinu could have accomplished in those five years. I wanted a, 
Shmuz, as Chafim, as Moshe understands that's how. He told over a story, it's a famous story, and this is how I heard it from him. The Chafet Chaim. The Chafet Chaim was the Shiva Radin. Radin Shiva, the Rosh Shiva there was Rav Natoli Trap. And there was one point that Rav Natoli Trap got very, very sick. And there was a life threatening situation. And the, the town, the city, wanted to be able to find the truth for Rav Naftali. So they went around and they started to ask people to give time from their life. To donate time, just like Adam Arishan gave for David HaMelech. So they tried to get people to donate time from their lives. And when they came to, to everyone, people gave a half a year, a month, two years, a year. Everyone gave a certain amount of time to a truth for Rav Naftali. And the Chavit Chaim said, no, I only give a year. I only give a, I only give a minute. I only give a minute. So they looked at him and said, just a minute? That's how much? He said, what do you mean? A minute is 60 seconds. Every second is a word that I have tired I can say. Every word of tired is a mitzvah. I can give up more than 60 mitzvahs. That's what a minute was to the Chavetz Chaim. Chavetz Chaim wanting life and making use of life. So imagine how much Avram Avinu could have accomplished in those five years. How much chesed. How much kiddush shem shemayim he could have done in those five years. So if anyways he saw Esau's lishus, his wickedness, then why why should he have not been able to live to 180 already? This question is a question that was posed by the Yerushalmi. So the Yerushalmi answers that until, from 13 till 15, it's true then you saw the distinction, but it was done but sin, it was done in privacy. After 15, that's when he started to do it with He started to do it in front of everybody else. So until 15, Avraham was 173 to 175, he didn't really get to see it because it was Betzina. Afterwards, when Asa started to show his true colors, that's when Avraham Avinu uh, was, was lifted. So he should, have to, he, should, he should be spared to have to see that vicious of Asa. That's the Risham. I once heard from my Rosh Hashivah's Zatzal, Matulayim's Zatzal, he said over B'Shem Yeruchim that maybe there might be a deeper pshat in that idea of saying that from 13 to 15 it was B'Tzina and after 15 it was B'Vahesya. What does that mean that it was B'Tzina in privacy and after it was B'Vahesya in public? They wanted to say it like this, B'Shem Yeruchim. The Pasuk says when it comes to describe Esau and Yaakov, it's not a very good description of Esau and Yaakov. The Pasuk says, Higdo had armed, they became, they grew, right, like Rashi says in the 13th, Vahi Esau, Yishadeh Tzayit, Esau was a hunter, Ishsad, a man in the field. And that's a very mild way of describing an Esau. Esau was, was, did all, every, a very in the book, and he was a very, very wicked person that did many, 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 any way you could think of, and just to tell us he was a hunter, a man in the field, that's a very mild way of describing Esau. Yaakov Ishtam Yeshev Ayalim, a man in the tents, that's a very, very mild way of explaining Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu was a master, awesome, he was a Kulay Taira, Shakur Abitaira, and to just a man in the tents, make it sound like he's somewhere, you know, sitting outside of the, you know, just relaxing in front of a tent. What, what's the chat in there? Why does the Torah give such a, such a description? For Esau, such a mild description for Esau, and such an inaccurate description for Yaakov Avinu. So, Ruchba explained like this. Rashi says, "What's the pshat in Ish Sadeh? 
ישו דאיתאי ישראלה, רש"י סס כמשמעו, אדם בוטל, a person who was not doing anything with his life, just sat around doing nothing, he was bored. But Tzayda Bekashta Yechayi's wife was just sitting out there out of boredom, and he was hunting. It wasn't something that was coming out of an activity that he was doing, that he was focused and, and accomplishing something. He just did nothing with his time. Whereas by Yaakov Vino, it says, Ishtam Yashav Ayalim, the Tiger Munkulis, the Tiger Yenazil says he was a Tava Upan. He had a yearn to learn and to grow and to, and to accomplish. So as Esav was known as an other muscle, like the Tagum says for, for Esav, Dvar Nech Shirchan. already pointed out that the Gautasis in Baba Kama, when it refers to a Sircha, it refers to a tree that doesn't bear fruit. And that's what Esav was. He was doing nothing with his time, not accomplishing anything, not doing anything, and not making use of his time. But Yaakov had a drive to be able to accomplish. Explained according to Yerucham, that's the Pshat in the Yushalmi. The Yushalmi says that the first two years was Betzina and the and afterwards was Fahesya because the Torah wasn't giving a description, a description here to, to describe to you the wickedness of Esau, how bad he was and what and what he did. If we want to talk about the wickedness of Esau, we have to tell you he was a murderer and he was, did all types of Averis and a Ganav and all, you know, a, a thief and all, all different types of things. And if you want to talk about Yaakov Avinu, there would have been a different description of how great he got. The Torah is not telling you the description of them. The Torah is telling us the Yisoyit, the foundation of an Esau and how he became an Esau. The foundation of Yaakov and how he became a Yaakov. Esau, who lived his life when he was younger, bored, without anything to do, without accomplishing anything, just letting the time go by, and other bottle, figuring out what to do, that eventually was the Yisai, the foundation to create an ace of Harasha. Whereas Yaakov Vino had the Kayach of being a Tzahupan, of, of, of accomplishing and growing and building himself, right, to, to learn and to understand and to grow and to go further, that's the foundation for Yaakov Vino. So until 15, the Bethina was, the Esau was just doing nothing, wasn't doing anything with his time, wasn't being harmful at the time, but at, at, in the end that turned into an Esau. You find many times, you will find that sometimes there'll be teenagers which are being very destructive and, and, and you know, angry teenagers that are destructive and destroying things and being very, very difficult. And when somebody really cares about them, meets them and talks to them, and they realize that, you know, they just need something to keep them occupied so they can feel good about themselves. Usually the, the destruction and all the things that happen is the result of the anger that's inside them about them not feeling accomplished with themselves, not feeling a chashivas for themselves. You give them all of a sudden something to do. You give them a job. You give them a purpose. And all of a sudden, they, they just change into different people. You can relate to them. You can trust them. You can, you can appreciate them, right? Because when a person is bored and doing nothing, like the Pastor Ganeo says, Adam v'amal yulat. A person was created in this world to toil and to accomplish and to grow and to go places. And when a person just leaves himself doing nothing, then he just he just eventually winds up leading to things that are not going to be good. And that's what happened to an Esau of Russia. That was the Bethsina that he leaves himself doing nothing, which eventually came to be a Fahasya when he started to become an Esau of Russia. And then it was time for Avram Avinu to be Nifter. Whereas Yaakov Avinu, his side was Ta'opan, and that brought him to the godless of being a Yaakov Avinu. We learn from here a powerful lesson. 
that a person always has to make sure throughout his life to make use of time to accomplish, to, to do something, to create, to create and utilize the time that he has and the dangers that a person falls into when he has nothing to do. That's Hashem. We should all be able to, <coughs> to learn from that Kayach, to be able to utilize our time and to be able to maximize our time, to be able to bring us to places that we can grow and come to that we never even imagined that we would come to, to bring Nachas to Atalish Baruch Hu and the whole Kali Yisrael. Again, everyone should have a wonderful Rosh a good night of Shabbos, a wonderful Rosh and Kol.